We are off in the offices of the Prairie Dental Group on this beautiful day. Have a smile story with Dr. Knaler and uh, and a patient today. We always it's always fun doing these smile stories. Thank you so much for coming over again, Doc. We always love having you in the office, and we're in our little sunroom atrium, if you will, and radio um, studio. So. And our radio studio. It's <laughs> the it's the room that has many names. Yes. that's for sure. The room of requirement for our Harry Potter lovers. Um, so we've got. A very special guest with us. This is somebody who um, started off as a patient and now is a friend of of mine, a friend of almost everybody in the office. Everybody loves this family, um, both her and her husband, and then also their two girls come here to Prairie Dental Group. And let you know when when did you guys start? Let's think. It must have been probably a good ten years ago. Yeah, at least ten years ago now. Our youngest was two, and, and let's she's talk. Almost fourteen. <laughs> she's wow, 14. she's almost fourteen. Yeah. So these beautiful high school girls now, um, who the reason why we thought this would be a fun story for our listeners to hear is because you guys have had some interesting dental scenarios mm-hmm. in yep. your past ten years. Yes, here. we have. Yes, we have. So with your younger daughter. Let's see. She was about two when we needed to do our first procedure on her. So what happened that day? So she was two, two and a half. And she hopped up on the couch one day where an iPad was sitting. Oh, boy. Popped her right in the mouth. Yep. Cracked her front tooth clean off Mm -hmm. right in half. Mm -hmm. I called here in a panic with the tooth in my hand. And you said, well. I don't know if she'll sit still because she's two, but bring her come and let's see what happens. I completely remember this. I remember seeing it come in, pop in on the schedule and we were, me and my assistant were looking at that. We're like, okay, two year old. Well, (laughs) let's see how it goes. I remember being in the room. I remember this. And let me just tell you this child, she just laid there as if she were watching a movie. I mean, and she wasn't. Mm-mm. The nope. iPad was not inside. <laughs> the scene of the crime the, was the not The tooth-breaking iPad. Yes, exactly. The tooth-breaking iPad. So basically, in that kind of a scenario, we've talked about traumatic situations that happen to baby teeth before. When to call, you know, what to do if you avulse the tooth and it completely falls out or whatever. But in this situation, it had broken. So the baby tooth was still in the mouth it was not loose it was just aesthetically very unpleasing to have and it was probably sharp it was probably sharp to her too um so she let us work i I can't remember we had to numb her we must not have had to at age two (laughs) thinking that wouldn't have happened um but yeah we didn't have to numb her so we just kind of basically went through the procedures our our team you know our assistants are so great about explaining how it's like a little craft You know, it's like a little craft. We're going to use our little paintbrush and we're going to use our special little glue. And um, boy, oh boy, she did so great. She did. She didn't move. She didn't move. And so, you know, we got to know these girls. Then we went through, um, you know, orthodontic with our wonderful orthodontists here in town. Um, All that went really well. But your older daughter had, was born with um, just some kind of... um, discrepancy in her enamel so her teeth were extremely strong there were there wasn't decay but it was basically like a defect in her enamel that she was born with as soon as these teeth were erupted when she was you know six or so it had nothing this isn't even the child with the trauma this is the other um you know she was just born this way um basically 
throughout her mouth, but especially, unfortunately, on her front four permanent teeth. And so for a young girl to be um, dealing with that, you know, when, when would you say she started to complain about it? Um, before braces. Before braces. Probably about fifth grade yeah. is when it started bothering her. And yeah. braces went on the following year, which yes. helped hide the situation of course. for a solid two years. Right. And were they just discolored or, or? Yes. So basically they were discolored a little bit uneven in the tux- texture okay. too. You know, so not perfectly smooth. And, you know, picture, you know, not polka dots, not, not anything that extreme, but definitely not one shade of white mm. either. A lot yeah. of varying shades. Spotting. Spotting some kind of more yellowing tones, yep. kind of pulling out, um, where she was starting to get self conscious of it. And, and is you this know, something you see very often in the practice, or is it pretty rare? It's, I would say, it's not unusual. It's still rare, mm-hmm. but it's it's something that you know, patient the patient's parents a lot of times will bring it up and say, "What's going on with this? We're brushing our teeth. Like, what's the deal?" Because they think it's a cavity, mm-hmm. or they think that maybe the child's not brushing their teeth enough. And so, of course, we'll obtain x-rays and kind of check everything out but first thing we always do is assure the parents and the patient actually these are these are good strong teeth she's healthy it's just a defect you know there's a lot of things that could have caused it um, more than likely when those teeth were getting developed she probably had some kind of a sickness she probably had a fever or something and something just didn't just threw that off it threw it off a little bit and you know had it been on a different tooth being developed on a further back tooth or maybe even not on that surface probably wouldn't have even made any any fuss about it but of course it wasn't right up front right Right up in the front and and only on the facial side only on the lip side of the tooth the inside of the tooth was perfectly healthy but nobody sees that of (laughs) course not yeah yep so shortly after um, her braces came off, she was probably, what, 12? Let me think here. They went on at, I think, 12. Okay, so and she they came off older. right before high school okay. when she was 14. 14. So we care very much about how we look when we're a 14-year-old girl, as she should. She's just an absolute stunningly beautiful girl. So at that age we are still not ready to do anything permanent to her teeth because she's still very much changing. She's just gotten out of ortho. Um, So what we did was actually just a little cosmetic bonding procedure where um, the patient came in, no numbing, you know, just literally direct bonding, which means right on the surface of her tooth, we kind of roughen it up just a little Mm -hmm. bit, kind of get it a little bit um, so it's not so slippery, but we just bonded directly on the surface. Um, The good and the bad of that is, the good is it's immediate. She went home that day, her teeth were white, her teeth were even. Um, We don't have to numb, there's no damage to the tooth. All of that is really, really wonderful. The downside is that because of those things, her teeth were a little bit thicker, right? Because we're putting you're adding extra stuff, a layer, extra stuff, and it's thin. But you know, it's the kind of thing that we wouldn't want something like that forever. You know, it's a little bit thicker. This was not something that then she became self conscious of the thickness. It was only a joyful day for her. It was perfect. It it bought us time until her mouth matured a bit. 
it bought us time and it really was the, was the perfect thing to do. It, you know, there's very little instructions also for the patient at that. Use them as normal, you know, use them as normal. It's nothing to be worried about. Um, but cut to most recently, she was, um, you know, now she's 16, 17 years old and she's pretty much done growing. We go through a couple of questions to make sure she's kind of done growing, meaning her teeth aren't really going to shift anymore. Sure. And so it was time for porcelain. Yep. And so she got um, a little bit of porcelain done on her front four teeth. And so, you know, would she say she was really nervous about that procedure? No. Not excited. Really. She was just excited. You know, probably a little. She's never been numb. I mean, no. this girl is perfect teeth. She never had a filling, never yeah. had a cavity, nothing like this. So, you know, we really spent a lot of time kind of going over what is this procedure going to be like? How long are you going to be here? Um, what's it going to feel like? Can I go back to school? And she did. She went yep. right back to school that day. Yep. Um, you know, she did have to get numb for that procedure because like we've talked about on here before, we do have to remove a little bit of the tooth because we don't want that thickness. Sure. I had to get all the bonding off first, get back to her base of her tooth, and then kind of we worked from there. I would say she was here for maybe two hours or so. Yeah. Right about two hours, actually. Right about yeah. two hours. Um, and so that's the kind of procedure that she had to have the temporary crowns. So she left that procedure. She came back about two. It was actually really quick. It was they, actually those ones super turned around fast. Really it was like 10 days. Maybe. Yeah. I was going to say not even two weeks. We bonded her porcelain on. And how is she doing with it? Awesome. <laughs> I mean, she went from not showing teeth and smiling for pictures to oh. smiling. And you're right at the, the age time. of senior pictures oh, now. Oh, exactly. We are looking to book those for this summer. Oh my gosh. And it's a it's a huge confidence boost for her. Huge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She um you know, she, I got sent a, a text recently where you guys were at what was it like a basketball game yes. or something? Yes. And she, you know, they were taking a selfie and at first um, they took a selfie and she, you know, she did the closed mouth smile. Yes. And then you guys must've looked at it and what happened? She, she saw the picture and said, Oh no, 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 no. Let's redo that. <laughs> Had still been in that habit of not wanting to show yes, that off. Yes. Right. And it's becoming more and more of a true smile Aww. since then. Um, she's very happy and very thankful. Uh, well, <laughs> I was just so happy. Like I said, we know these girls, they're, they're wonderful, confident girls that just, you know, luck of the, the way the cards were dealt here, you know, she thankfully has super healthy teeth. This was just a purely cosmetic. Absolutely nothing that anybody could have done. Yeah, no, 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 nothing we could have done. Um, but that's the kind of scenario, you know, when you've got a child that you're not sure about, is this normal? Do we need to um, be concerned Come to us, bring us pictures, bring us your questions. Um, and, and, you know, we want to talk to you about it. We want to explain what's going on, you know, kind of go through what our process would be. Right. And you went through all of that with us and with her. And she just felt very comfortable. Good. And she all, we always very, feel very comfortable coming here. We've come here for a very long time now. Yeah. But the way you explained the procedure made her at ease. Good. Yeah, I don't even think she was she even listening to anything during did she have a podcast on or music? She listened to something 
the first round okay a little bit that makes sense yeah because that's usually what we say like hey if you you know the worst part is you know as everybody knows the darn sound everybody mm-hmm. does that we yeah. know we wish so badly we could uh, technology that can help that now. yes right right exactly so everybody's got airpods now you know and that's what she did she just pops in her airpods and i mean she was she was just such a great patient of course but you know she's now got these this porcelain done and um you know i would say that they they probably look like what she should have been born with yes right it looks like what her teeth should have been all along and Mm -hmm. they just unfortunately weren't and no one can tell no and i don't think anyone really noticed it beforehand it was her absolutely she knew we knew right and eventually we knew we'd need to address it and we and we did and it's been huge for her good and she feels good no feels great no pain amazing amazing yeah so these kinds of things are are um you know they're obviously kind of a long time in in planning you know, sure. as we kind of have these kind of different pro- progress, we would definitely, you know, the reason why we didn't do the bonding prior to ortho is that pressure that's on that bonding. Something could potentially chip or something with, with a bracket on it. But could it be done? Sure could. Sure could. And we would just work with our orthodontist on that on that regard. But, but like you said, too, and, and we've covered in past shows, is there's always a timeline for these things. But you, mm-hmm. you found, you looked at it, found it early realized the orthodontics were going on so you know what let's exactly. let's wait and address this so it will hold up the best and we just do the timeline and right. and you knew it was coming and could plan for that and she can basically tell her baby sister about the process <laughs> we've got another one on deck yeah with her cracked tooth we'll be yeah. in here at some point <laughs> yep so her her baby sister doesn't have the same defect but in another scenario had a um counter mm-hmm. you know meeting with her countertop um and her incisor just just broken half so. have you thought of a mouth guard <laughs> seriously <laughs> we, we might need, need a bubble these girls in just bubble. bubble wrap <laughs> well they are just wonderful wonderful girls you guys are amazing patients thank you so much for sharing your story with our listeners because um i think it's helpful you know we were always yabbering on about what happens but i think to hear the the patient, and even more so the patient's parents' yes. perspective about yes. the process um, is is helpful. So we are so grateful for patients like you to come in and take time out of your busy schedule to do this. So we thank you. We are grateful for you for helping us. Well, my, my pleasure. But thank you so much. We're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back to talk about a little more Let's Talk Cosmetic. This has been another great smile story with the Prairie Dental Group. We'll take a break. Be right back. Let's talk cosmetic dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We are back with Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry and had, again, and just had an amazing smile story and a, and a, a, a different thing. And hopefully to get some parents, if they look at their kids' mouths or something and realize the coloring's off, bring it up to come here or bring it up to your dentist. Say, hey, you know what? I heard about this. What do you know? It's so, it's you know, is it common? Not really, but is it, um, unusual? No, it's, it's something that we see. And like I was kind of explaining in the smile story, perfectly healthy mouth. I mean, obviously there was no fear that this child wasn't taking care of their teeth or anything like that. They were super hygienic. It just had this enamel defect and the baby teeth were fine. So a lot of different things can happen. There's a lot of different, um, kind of, 
um, defects that can happen. And sometimes it's just primary teeth. It's just baby teeth that get affected. Other times it's both. And sometimes in this situation, it's just the permanent and, teeth. And like you said, it was only on one side. It's a bummer. I know. It's a huge bummer. So sometimes we'll, like there's certain scenarios, there's a type of defect where the enamel is very weak and when we start to see those permanent teeth erupt a lot of times what we'll do is we'll actually get them in with our pediatric dentist and those are sometimes the kind of situations that those kids will get like stainless steel crowns on their permanent molars you might have known kids that went through that um, or have seen it in in perhaps adults so basically it's their permanent teeth that have this really hypocalcified meaning less calcium in it, um, enamel. So it is weak. And so if they get a cavity on it, man, it just, it just flies. Erodes it quickly. Oh yeah. It goes really, really quick. And then it's tough because as soon as you start prepping on those kind of teeth, I mean, it just, it just breaks away. It's so soft. So a lot of times the um, pediatric dentist usually helps us in those situations. They'll kind of put on stainless steel crowns on those permanent teeth. And then just like our smile story, once the patient is old enough and they've gone through their correcting, whether it's orthodontic or maybe it's just happened on its own, then we'll swap those permanent, we'll swap those stainless steel crowns off, which are super shiny silver Mm -hmm. for like a porcelain crown. Um, But a stainless steel crown is much less expensive than a porcelain crown. So of course you wouldn't do porcelain on a six-year-old. Sure. You know, no, no parent signing up for that. So Um, it's still a really great way to kind of protect that tooth as everything's kind of growing around there. So we can help kind of diagnose those things early on. Um, A lot of times we can, we, we don't see it until they erupt, which is the kind of bummer part. You know, we can take the panoramic x-rays on kiddos, you know, maybe as their teeth are erupting certain um, kind of defects we can see, but almost all of those, we don't really know until they, until erupt. you get the visual, then you realize what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So her, um, we mostly talked about the, the older sibling, but the younger sibling did not have these kind of defects. Neither parent did. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. even genetic, but, um, the younger sister, unfortunately, like we were kind of saying briefly, she broke her front tooth off. Um, Oh, it's awful on the, on a countertop. Like every time I think about that, I'm just like, Oh, (laughs) your mouth hurts over it. Oh yeah. You just get the chills over that. And I remember it was a a weekend and dad called frantically. And uh, you know, of course we just, we meet up at the office. Those are the kind of scenarios that we'll definitely go in because we got to see what's going on. Got to get an x-ray. Um, and she did great. So everything, she just kind of got got bonded back. It was really close to the nerve on that one. So we have a major conversation with the parent and the um, patient about the fact that this tooth now has had trauma. And so um, we are going to take x-rays of this tooth every year. Um, If we get to a certain age, then perhaps it can drop down to every other year. But there's a lot of things that they need to kind of be watching out for. Is there ever a bump on the gum? Is there ever any pain? We're always checking the gum tissue around there. And of course, like a major change in color. If it started to turn gray a little bit, then that nerve inside of there is dying. If that happened, that's when we'll do a little root canal procedure, which sounds super scary, but it's really, it's really not. It's just kind of taking the nerve out of the tooth so the tooth can still stay there. And then whatever kind of cosmetic procedure we need to do on top of that, whether it's crown or bonding or anything like that. So like I said, that child, and it could be, 
in the next three years, it could be when she's, you know, 45, that all of a sudden we take an x-ray, there's a bubble on the gums and somebody will probably say the words, did you ever have trauma in that too? Mm -hmm. (laughs) She'll say, yep, when I was eight. I met a Let me tell you a story. And everybody gets the chills. So um, there's just such a variety of things. It's definitely not cookie cutter at all with what um, a treatment could be when a child is transitioning from something to kind of get them along into something that's then permanent. But typically with females, they're usually done growing around age 17 or so, um, earlier than the boys. And so if a boy needed some kind of work, we usually have to wait until they're around um, 19 or 20 or so before we would do anything permanent. But again, like, like we said during the smile store, it's, it's that timeline is okay. You know, this has to be done. You're going to monitor it. One, if there's any drastic changes, you have to address it quickly, but otherwise it's okay. We, we know we have to wait till this, if we're doing orthodontics, we got to wait till this, we're done growing. Otherwise it's not going to hold or it has to be redone or other things can happen. And, and luckily in, in all these scenarios, or I, I shouldn't say all of them, but in these two scenarios we're talking about, thankfully they were, um, they were able to get their insurance to cover these procedures too. This was, it, it was a cosmetic procedure, but because of all of the scenario, um, it was actually deemed, you know, insurance necessary. Medically necessary. Medically, thank you. Um, and so that was a huge you know, win oh, sure. for them too. You know, they were like, well, this is something we understand we have to do, but heck yeah, if our insurance is Yeah, because most insurances won't do regular, just cosmetic stuff, right. correct? Right. Generally, if it's just purely elective. Now, if there's an existing, you know, filling or in these girls' cases, there was a lot of bonding. Um, so we submit the x-rays and, and in this scenario, it was covered. It's hard to know exactly. That's sure, why we, every that's case why we is different. It. Yep, that's why we send it, and our wonderful team up front, they want to help you. And so whatever we can do to kind of get um, that kind of helped for you, we want to make the process as smooth as possible. So we would love to meet, you know, we we love doing cosmetic work, but we see the whole family. We see kids, you know, we make dentures. We do it all, and so we would love to meet you. If we can't handle it, by all means, we've got wonderful specialists in town, so give us a call. We would love to meet you. Dr. Knaler, another great show in the books. We will uh, be back next week for another uh, fantastic episode, get some more smile stories in the books as well. Love it. Thank Uh, you so much. Thank you. We are... At the Prairie Dental Group, please feel free to reach out if you need want to uh, switch dentists or looking for a new one. They can definitely help you out. We will see you back next week.